0: Hey, what's up? Welcome to the Woo Podcast. So happy to be here. Happy Monday to all of you listening. My name is Jer.
1: My name is Ricky.
0: And this is the Woo Woo Podcast. Podcast. Whoa. Bam. We did not plan that out. That just happened at the same time, naturally. So we're so excited to have you guys here today. This is a very special episode, isn't it?
1: Yes, yes it is. We have a special guest by the name of Dominic Briones.
0: Contestant on CBS's... Big brother. I just said <laughs> season 13. Really yep. excited to have him on.
1: Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't uh, make this one. So, Jade's going to go ahead and uh, take over on this one and interview him more of a one on one style.
0: Definitely. And this is not the first and only guest. We're going to have We have a lineup of guests for the yes, podcast. So we're really stoked for that. And of course, like I said, Ricky will be in other interviews, I'm sure, and hope you know, we'll, we'll do that. But, definitely. Uh, definitely. I had a great time talking with Dominic. We discussed what it's like being on reality TV, plus a really important topic, cyber bullying, and about his business and life after the show. So I'm really excited about and this. YouTube. Yeah, so definitely.
1: Check it out, guys. And I will see you on the next one.
0: Yay. Let's do this,
2: man. It's so good to talk to you. Yeah, I'm excited that we got to connect. Me too. Me too. I love, I love your work and your content. I love your YouTube channel. You've actually helped me unknowingly with my style a little bit, get my my look right, my smell right. You got all oh, kinds nice. of stuff going on. I like it. <laughs> Thanks.
0: That's so good to hear. Yeah. Let me start off by saying I'm really just, like I said, excited that you're joining the Woo Podcast. It feels weird without my brother, but it's just me right now, so it's all good. <laughs> and actually my, well, first up, before we get into all of that, I just want to ask you how has, I know this year has been crazy to say the least, how has yeah. just quarantine been for you, quarantine life?
2: uh you have a lot going on it's actually it's been it's been tough I mean well first of all I want to say congrats on the podcast brother you guys have been killing it I'm a podcast junkie so I listen to all bunch of podcasts and you guys are really good like I'm very impressed by you guys oh thank Um, you so kudos on that but yeah 2020 man it's been it's been a whirlwind I mean first you know with coronavirus and that whole thing and you know just the the fear and the anxiety levels of it and the you know lack of knowledge that people have and it it was it was it was really tough and then for me i'm just a very social person and you know my day-to-day like i talk to so many people and i'm around so many Mm -hmm. people and that kind of all just just goes like right away with this whole situation and it's been you know really hard to deal with that and uh hard to adapt And, you know, it forces you to adapt to different situations. And it's been, it's been enlightening in a way, you know, I've had to learn a lot about myself to be able to adapt and handle that. And then you add on like big brother and your wife leaving and your baby (laughs) being alone with you. And it's like, dude, I'm done. I'm done. I know. know. That's why. (laughs) Yeah.
0: That's why I was like, damn, you have like extra, extra stuff going on too. That is just on top of it all. Right. Yeah.
2: It's. It's been crazy. And like, you know, as a wedding photographer, my business, and I have a, a another business that's wedding photo booths, and you know, everything's centered around large parties and large mm. occasions that literally just all disappeared. Right. And uh, so shifting away from that, and you know, changing your whole business model, and all of that was, was a task in and of itself. But you know, also, I have people that work for me and work with me. And it's difficult to like, see that happen and see how that affects them and you know their lives so it's been it's been a challenge man it's been tough 2020 is definitely it's it's a tough one
0: (laughs) it's a year we'll just put it that way and that's that's funny because you you actually you actually answered one of my questions already which was going to be about your business and how you kind of had to adapt with COVID but um yeah I mean like you said I agree I feel like it's a year where I mean a lot has happened not so much you know not not great stuff but I feel like it is a time where we've learned a lot for sure you know with a lot of mm-hmm. just stuff going on and i want to just shift gears with of course with big brother we can start off with that so my let's viewers my viewers that have been following me for a while know that i love big brother i love any reality tv competition show survivor amazing race here and there but big brother is my shit let's put it that way viewers or audience listening if you haven't heard of big brother i mean i'm surprised it's a huge show um, yeah they, they have 24-hour feed <laughs> so like my brother and I are just obsessed with it and you actually were cast on Big Brother 13 um, that's right how was the experience like or actually before that can you just briefly if in case people haven't heard of it just in a nutshell like what is the concept of the show
2: um so Big Brother is a basically a social experiment but it's a reality show it's a um, it's a show where you compete every week and you have competitions. And if you win the competitions, you stay in power and then you vote someone out each week who's not in power. And so the house collectively votes together on who they want out. And uh, the longest person in wins a half million dollars. Um, and you're stuck in a house um, fully isolated from the world. So no outside experience at all. No interaction with anyone. You don't see any other human beings for the entirety of the show um and so you lose all contact with your family friends and outside world so that's big brother in a nutshell um right the, the question of what was what was my experience like was yeah, that yeah, question what was
0: your experience like yeah doing the show
2: you know for me i have a very rare experience because i met my wife on there so uh danny came on and we met on there and um you know it's one of those like both of us kind of talk you know it's like before 13 like before life big brother and then afterlife, because it just changed everything about our entire life so much. Right. Um, so it's kind of a two-part question. You know, the experience on Big Brother was, for me, it was awesome. I had such a blast. I went into it with a mindset of just, you know, I want to go have a good time. This is just a fun opportunity that kind of fell in my lap. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't a huge fan of the show. I had not seen it before. So I was one of those losers. <laughs> um, but, uh, you know, I went yeah. on. And, and, you know, when you hear you could win a half million dollars like for me i immediately was like okay like you know like one of those like shows where it's like a Plinko falling down the wall like the lebron show where it's like you could win a million dollars but like you're probably not like that was my (laughs) mindset going on which was so ignorant looking back on it because that's probably my biggest regret was not taking it more serious and really studying the show and knowing what i was getting into um but my experience was it was very quick like the whole casting process and the whole finale uh, finals and everything just leading up to it happened very, very fast. Yeah, it it was, it was very crazy. And I had a lot of things going on in my life. Like I was in college and doing a lot of things and getting all those ducks in a row prevented me from really taking the time to study the show. and, And I do regret that a lot, but my experience overall was very, very positive. I had a great time. I've got nothing but, you know, love from the fans when I was out and it was, and it was a fun time. That's good to hear. I mean, yeah, you. I mean, it definitely changed your
0: life. You met your wife, Danny, on the show, which is completely. I feel changed. like that's a prize. That's a good <laughs> yeah. prize in and of itself. You have a beautiful daughter too, Tennessee. She's so
2: cute. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, it was. Thank you. She's she's the love of my life. She's they both are. You know, yeah. going on. It's weird. You know, I'm such a competitive person, and I've always grown up. You know, highly competitive athlete. You know, alpha male. when when I went on the show you immediately snap into this like competitive mindset. But then for me, season 13 was so strange. Like there were so many twists and the game was so different from a normal season. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I walked in and I immediately saw like the duo's twist and, you know, multiple couples being in there and, you know, engaged couples. And I looked around and I was like, there's, there's no way I'm going to break up these <laughs> vets who have already been here before. Right. These couples, like there was so much stacked against us as newbies. And so then I immediately, like you know, a weekend felt this connection with this girl, and it kind of all went out the window, and I was just you know, having fun and building this bond and these relationships, and I wasn't um as focused as I should have been as I should say <laughs>
0: it was so, it, honestly, yeah, it was a really good, good cast. Like I really enjoyed your season. one of my favorites personally. I just feel like it uh-huh. had a good, a good mix of twists and like drama and competitiveness and just so many iconic moments that you know we'll get into but what was your or I I already asked I was going to actually ask you what surprised you the most about like competing on the reality show I know you kind of touched touched on the fact that they cut you off from like the outside world but what's something that right I guess to, to better ask like what's something that viewers might be surprised
2: to know now that you've gone through it um I think that a lot of people have in their minds like if you're this big, strong, you know, male or big, strong female or athlete, and you're going to be great and you're going to crush competitions, or if you're really smart, you're going to go in there and crush. And that's not true. Like so many of the competitions are random. Mm-hmm. It surprised me. You know, being someone that's very athletic and you know, I pride myself in being good at a lot of different things. You go in there and you're like, oh my god, I suck at this. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and it's like you really, you really can't. At least back then. I mean, now it's a little more predictable, I would say, but you really can't prepare for you know hanging on a banana with a 250 pound male with you you know right. you can't pre- you can't you can't prepare for the comps and so like you may think you're really good at these and you will suck and and vice versa you may think you suck at everything and you may be amazing at these big brother competitions and that's kind of the beauty of it as you get in there and it's you can't rely on the things that you've been good at your whole life you know right. you have to be able to adapt and you have to be able to figure out ways to get through it and that was what's most shocking to me you know i got in there and i was like i'm going to crush everyone <laughs> <You know? laughs> at all these competitions like endurance i got it like yeah. you know anything and you get in there and you're like whoa like this 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 my wife like this little girl like 115 pounds is destroying me <laughs> and uh, she's amazing
0: at, at it, uh, competition i mean uh endurance comps. she's a little oh she's, firecracker. she's incredible yeah she's
2: incredible she's amazing at a lot of comps i mean i think you know we haven't touched on this season yet but this season sadly viewers didn't get to see a lot of her like she was before because i think in the beginning i know in the beginning she threw so many comps you know right And I think she needed to lay low. And that was kind of her strategy. She told me before going in is like, I don't want my reputation to perceive me because I'll be seen as this huge comp threat. And I mean, in season eight, she won a bunch. Yeah, I mean, she kind of had to, right? Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, in season eight, she won a bunch. And then in season 13, she only played three HOHs and she won two of them. So going in, she was like, I'm going to throw a ton and just (laughs) look like this week older mom and so i know that she threw a bunch which makes me sad now looking back i was like i wish she would have just gone hard and like shown yeah. everyone that she could still do it but yeah hey, she's she, a beast she won the the endurance comp, so that that says something right
0: she she killed it that's true and that's as a true. as a viewer i actually watch i always you know watching the show i always think and i'm sure everyone does you think wow like i can that looks so easy or i can do that or i can hang on but i'm sure with just you know competing with all these alpha males and and women too and just having that pressure i'm sure that's that's a lot to and puzzles too i mean i like i always say if i were to go on the show one day a dream of mine i'd be like i'd probably suck at the puzzles that's just me
2: (laughs) who knows maybe maybe like you said i'd surprise myself right you know it's it's really shocking the first comp our season was an endurance we were hanging on this thing for a while and I remember looking around and, you know, stupidly as a young, dumb male, uh, yeah. I looked around and I'm just being totally judgmental, like, oh, I got this, you know? And right. you don't realize how much of the comps in Big Brother, especially in endurance comps, just take mental strength, you know? The, the mm-hmm. ability to put out the fear and the pain and just be mentally tough and just close it all down. And to also not think of things like, you know, there'll be times when you have a comp and your back's against the wall and you know if I don't win, I'm going out. Well, if right. you dwell on that, you're not going to perform well. And, and mm. so much of it is mental toughness of just letting that go and really focusing on the task at hand. And that's one thing that Danny, especially, but so many people in there um, that are, you know, just comp beasts, they have the ability to just be mentally tough and to just hone in, especially on endurances. I mean, Danny, one thing that I, I admire so much about her is she told me even before going in, she's like, in an endurance, if I have to win, you'll have to pry my dead body off the wall. Like I will not quit. Yeah. And you know, it's like one of those things where like people, I don't really have that mental toughness where it's like, I don't want it bad enough or I don't, you know, I don't know what it is that triggers people to get to that point, but she has it. And it, that's one thing that is surprising in in going in there. It's something you learn about yourself. Right. So it's
0: it's incredible. I hear past house guests and contestants talk about, of course, how amazing the opportunity is and how life changing it is. But, um, I also hear about how long the experience actually feels like when you're in that house. Cause as a viewer, you're living your life, you're tuning in a few times a week, but as a viewer, I mean, as a contestant people forget that you're literally there 24 hours a day. So was it is, I know you said you were there prejure or till prejury, but was it, did it feel long? Like did a week feel like a month? Like people say, and how that just seems so crazy to me. How it, you know? Yeah.
2: It's, it's worse than you could ever imagine. Honestly, it's, it's (laughs) everyone that says it, um, you know, and I was so I was out. You know, three or four weeks in, and then I, there was a buyback. So I was sequestered two or three weeks again, and then they were going to bring me back on, or I had the chance to get back on. Yeah. So essentially, I was you know in that show in that world about half the half the way through. And I will say, um, the hardest part of the show is not even uh, the hardest part for me was the sequester periods before and after. Um, for me, I was sequestered 13 days before oh in a hotel God. room with nothing so they take out the tv they take out the radio they take out any and everything is gone out of the room you're just in a room and you're locked in you don't see anyone you don't talk to anyone um and honestly jared like that messed me up even before getting into the house
1: Um, i can imagine it,
2: it was just so traumatic of an experience especially for me i you know i have so many friends and so much family that i'm around all the time yeah um and I had never been in that level of isolation before. And just not even having your phone to talk to people or you know TV to keep the mindlessness going throughout the day, 13 right. days of that, That's I was- lot. It's a lot. It's I a went- lot. And literally the only person I talked to was the person that I could order room service from. And I wow. would try to talk to them for days. <laughs> You're like, talk to me. <laughs> <My order. laughs> yeah. Is, I need uh, a friend.
0: Go ahead, what were you gonna say? No, no, I was gonna, I gonna say that. On. No, I was going to say that I, like, I mean, with the beginning, uh, during beginning of quarantine, I was going nuts just being here for like four days. And I'm like, I don't don't even know how you guys did it. But why, I guess maybe why are you sequestered? Is it because?
2: Great question. Great question. So um, for those who don't watch the show, the show is aired live. So it's one of the only shows that gets released live. Um, So when they announce the cast, they don't want, you know, the other people in the cast being able to know who's on. So you're sequestered. Um, You know, you have to do all these uh, different things like media and, you know, photo shoots and video shoots, but then they also sequester you so that you don't know the other house guests so you can't get other information from the outside world. So um, that way when you go in and the first episode is live, you know, it all just happens and unfolds right now. Naturally, yeah.
0: Secrets of reality TV. Um, (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) With all this being said, would you ever play again i know you probably got asked this before but would you do big brother again or any reality show at that
2: (sighs) you know um (laughs) it's funny you should ask i was talking about this to uh, (laughs) another house guest a friend of mine the other day you know before this season i always said secretly i would never play again like it just wasn't my cup of tea and um I'm not a diehard fan like my wife is or like some of the others are. And it's just so uh, much time you have to dedicate to the show. You know, you can't work. If you own a business, you got to shut that down. I mean, there's so many things that go into it. And um, so I I said I never would. But after watching this show, and this is the first season, I was a live feeder. I was was on there 24 hours a day watching her. And, um, you know, I got the sense after watching it and really diving into it, that I would love to play again. I would actually, right. I think I would do really well. I think the the attributes that I naturally have, you know, I'm great with people. I'm great at lying. I'm great at, yeah. um, <laughs> um, yeah. I'm all yeah. You know, I'm yeah. At, you know, the whole conniving, <laughs> deceiving part of it that I, I really didn't study as much as I should. Um, I, I think I would be really, really good. I didn't really get a chance to shine in the first season just because the way the season was set up. Uh, but I would, I would jump at the opportunity now. I don't know, you know, family-wise if I could leave Danny and 10 for real, but I don't know if I would ever even get asked again. I doubt it. But if I did, I'd probably do it just to prove something to the world. Right.
0: Hey, you never know. I mean, I feel like you're still totally remem- remembered nowadays by by viewers. So you never know. I via mean, my wife. <laughs> via Danny. <laughs> no, but you really, uh, I think it'd be, I don't know. I think if they ask, you definitely should. That's just, you know, it's just me. Uh, but what is... Uh, actually this is even a question for me too because you know i've talked to you before i'm like i would love to be on this show it is kind of hard yeah. nowadays because i feel like with cancel culture and social media hate which we'll dive into in, mm-hmm. in, in a few i mean that's just a whole different beast nowadays with with mm-hmm. the internet trolls but what advice would you give to somebody who wants to be on a reality show like big brother or survivor
2: um, in terms of like trying to get on and not being able to or once you do get on what the advice is right or like,
0: both. oh no like once you get on just what to expect i guess like what advice or i guess maybe like a two-part question like what what advice would you give them even coming out of the show if i know that's like a loaded question
2: right right um so i think my number one advice for you know a lot of people that go on is you're not going to be famous like this is not going to be um your golden ticket to fame and fortune you know and mm-hmm. i think a lot of people go on to these shows for the wrong reasons because they do think that. And I see so many house guests, you know, move to LA and try to make it in the industry and yeah. do all these things and and sadly, you know, their expectations are much different than reality. Um, you know, I was I, I never really talked about it, but I was in the modeling and commercial acting and this sort of PT before. And, um, you know, it's such a grind like people don't realize how much work and effort and um, planning and, you know, strategic business sense it takes to get in that world and to really survive in that world. And right. for you to think that, you know, you go on a rally show and now you're famous, it's just not realistic. So go on for the right reasons is my number right. one um, tip, like really love the show, like don't just go on to be popular, exactly. like, go on because you love the show, you really want to do it like you want to do well, um, you don't I- think about the fans, go ahead.
0: No, no, I was going to say, you know what I find interesting is actually the people that are the house guests that go on to try to become someone or be famous actually don't really get it, end up getting remembered. But I feel like people that actually go in there and really have the love for the game and are there for the right reasons. Like you said, for example, your wife, like she's there for the game and yeah. she, she's still talked about now. I mean, she's on all stars currently airing on CBS. So I feel like, you right, know, be, go in there for the right reasons to win, to compete,
2: to Right, right. And, and so many people, you know, when they're on there, like even... And, you know, sadly, it's kind of tainting the shows. I mean, you know, you look at a Big Brother or, you know, some of the other reality shows and people don't want to make a big move because they don't want to rock the boat and get voted out early because they won't get those followers. So they won't get so you know.
0: annoying.
2: So, yeah. And and my wife <laughs> is the prime example of not caring. Like she will give a speech and she'll call everyone. Like she doesn't care if it's your fan favorite. She doesn't care if this show right. is... This season is the most apparent for that, right? Like she went after some of the biggest, most popular names. And I'm sitting here going, Oh my God. Like you're like, oh <laughs> what man. are we doing, babe? Yeah. <laughs> and you know, she just she she goes in and she wants to play the best game possible. She doesn't care about all the other things. And that's a big, I think, learning that a tip that people could use if you're gonna go on, go on for the right reasons. Really and then, you know, when when you come out, I think. You got to be grounded. You got to go back to real life. You got to have your, you know, your friends that you know you're going to have and not fall into, you know, the fake world of, you know, people coming around just because you're in the moment and in the popular, right. you know, setting because there are, you know, a lot of things that come with it afterwards. And it is super overwhelming. Um, And just a lot of, you know, companies contact you and opportunities come your way and you just got to be grounded and know what you want, and what direction you want to be in.
0: Totally. That's really, really And stay advice. humble. Oh, yeah. Hum- yeah. Right, overall, I think that, yeah, really sit down, be humble,
2: right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> be humble, right? Be humble. Don't, okay, that's right. So, your wife, like we were talking about, Danny, iconic BB legend, who you actually, like you said, met on the show. She is currently on the season of Big Brother All Stars that's airing on CBS. So, I think I know you touched a little bit about that, but how has it been like? Is it surreal watching her on TV? It's
2: like- very surreal, it's very surreal, and you know, through this whole experience. I was like you your wife goes on like for me she goes on and I was so so excited to see her and then the second the first episode airs and she's got to compete I felt this knot Jerry in my stomach oh my I'm like oh my god like now I'm competing with her you yeah. know well, and yeah I never <laughs> had that level of commitment and rooting for someone and it was torture <laughs> it was it's been so hard to watch it is it's nerve-wracking i mean so much of the show it's exciting oh so stressful and it wasn't at all like i anticipated i anticipated her winning every comp and every veto and just cruising through the season like an idiot that's what my yeah. thought process was going in
0: <laughs> well yeah. what, what are your what are your thoughts actually on the season on all <sighs> oh,
2: that's a loaded question brother <laughs> that's like uh next um, that's
0: another episode <laughs> i'm just kidding
2: yes yeah um it's, it's, it's been really great season and then really disappointing at the same time. Like I, you know, as a fan of the show now and watching it, you know, um, I didn't like that there was a big Alliance, just steamrolling the house. It was boring. You know, I wanted, I was begging for a Dave HOH and a Kevin HOH, and I was begging for someone else to get in power. Even though my wife was in the Alliance, I wanted them to split that up. Because I really wanted Danny, you know, you could kind of see the writing on the wall, and I wanted Danny to jump ship, like you know she's known to do. Um, But yeah, that the season has been great. I I really, really commend them. You know, bottom line, I commend them for putting on a season. Yeah, like it's been, it's insane. Like producers have done an incredible job. Like all the work beforehand that took place that you know, you know, a lot of fans and viewers didn't even get. A chance to know but like it took so much to get them all tested and get them all isolated and go through all these things to get them in there safely it was incredible and then you know keeping them in there has been incredible and having no issues um so i commend them but right. at the same time you know in terms of actual season it's been fun to watch but i i did i did want that alliance broken up how about you did you how are you how are you feeling about it
0: oh man where do i begin <laughs> 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 i know it's easier said than done when you're actually playing and i'm sure as a viewer it's so easy to be like oh my god what are you guys doing but right. i mean it has definitely been ugh, it's disappointing Trusting, I'm not gonna lie. Right? yeah yeah but yeah I'm grateful that we had a season to begin with during COVID and we got right. to see some all-stars. Right. We got to see Davon, Danny, Kevin, um Janelle, a bunch of awesome players right. that people have been waiting years to to see on TV. Um but you know unfortunately it has been kind of this like new school way of playing which is very controversial right. but You know, I mean, it's mixed feelings. I'm like disappointed, but at the same time, I'm like, hey, at least we got a season and hey, hey.
2: And that's one thing, you know, I will say like fans, I don't know if they appreciate as much as they should. Like Danny, you know, knowing her inside and out, it was her hell for her to play this season like she had to Mm -hmm. and like she did, because that's not her game. That's not how she wants to play. You know, she does not do well. You know, as a follower, she does not do well. <laughs> um, right. you know, with especially with men talking down to her. You know, I've seen some things <laughs> through the season yeah. where, you know, um certain men, I won't name names, but we'll talk down to the group and be like, This is what you gotta do, and this is how you're doing, this is my plan. And <coughs> I think I know who you're talking man, about. Man, <laughs> yeah, I commend Danny a lot for being able to adapt and play the way she did to stay in the alliance but that just wasn't her game and it's disappointing for me to, you know to see that she had to do that just to you know stay in there because everyone else was getting picked off it just right. that that part of it kind of sucked
0: as i was saying earlier with social media nowadays being a you know speaking for myself being a content creator i mean i've definitely mm-hmm. had my fair share of online hate not a lot luckily but i know being on a reality show or being on the on a tv on a tv show can definitely bring in some trolls and some hate how i mean did you get online hate post show
2: um so so my first season no i was beloved and danny got a lot of love it was danny got a little bit but for the most part she was loved um right. and so no after the first season no it was all positive especially when you know we weren't a showman, so we kind of got together after the show mm-hmm. um so once that came out you know it was like so much positivity about that Jared, this season, I'm not lying to you, it's disgusting. It is Ugh. absolutely appalling the amount of um disgusting toxic negativity. Uh it really, it really ruined the season for me personally. And I've talked to a lot of house guest families, and a lot of them just reach out to me, you know, significant others and families mm-hmm. and stuff. And it's it's gross to see and to hear the things that have been said to some of these house guests and their families and significant others is it's really really disgusting I mean I got death threats day two the, day, the second wow. day the show started I was getting death threats um death threats on Tennessee like death threats what? you know for Danny when she gets out yeah dude it was it was it's horrible um Twitter in particular is just toxic nasty and I don't know yeah. what I don't know what I don't know why Big Brother brings it out and I don't know if it's specifically Big brother or other shows as well um, I was gonna ask like, you yeah, the I mean I've, I've I've I have some connections I wouldn't call them friends but I have some connections in like bachelor and you know it's kind of a different thing because it's not a competition so you're not I mean it is but not competing directly against people right um, I don't know what
0: it is about BB that it just it just people get so invested and they feel like how how they act in the house is how they are in real life and yes people yes. forget that that this game unlike other countries big brother this one is is about strategizing and you actually vote each other out unlike other um, you know other countries the audience actually votes you out or votes for you to win so people just get super right.
2: invested and this show uh, this season in particular too because it's an all stars like each house guest had their fans and their followers coming in right. and so when you would target another house guest like all those fans would react and uh yeah it was it's been really gross it's been really really gross That's to see
0: so- yeah, unfortunate to hear. That just taints the game a little bit. So I would advise people to stay off of Twitter, maybe. And it just sucks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, any yeah. advice that you have for someone receiving online hate, whether it's from, you know, social media, YouTube, or... Um,
2: it's, a, it, it, it's really hard to deal with, to be honest with you. For me, it was um, exponentially worse because it was my significant other. You know, for me, yeah. I can take a lot. Like, I have thick skin. And, you know, for the people out there that are getting bullied and getting hate online... Um, I think empathy helps me understand more than anything. You know, I'm empathetic to someone who, you know, I don't know what their life is. I don't know what their situation is. And, you know, you, maybe they're going through a lot in their life and maybe COVID has hit them hard. You know, right. I try to be empathetic to the fact of what are they going through to, to make them this angry and this hateful. And that's kind of um, helped me get a grasp in some ways of why people would act the way they would act. Um, and then also, you know, for me, real, really realizing that the online world and likes and retweets and clicks, just, they're not indicative of your self-worth and your popularity. And, um, I think if, if people really tie in, you know, their confidence and their self-worth to, you know, their social media profiles, it's going to be bad, you know, whether they're getting positive feedback or negative feedback. Right. Um, and so that's, that's kind of what i've had to learn you know through this process but getting it from us for my significant other has been it's just hard <laughs> it sucks i'm so sorry really that hard. yeah
0: sorry you guys are you know have to go through that or ha- or are going through that but I, I think it's really important what you said about not attaching your self-worth or happiness with social media likes and comments of people right i don't even really know you deep down right so, um, right right they don't really yeah exactly. it's an important takeaway um for sure Um, Now on a more positive note, let's switch things a little bit and talk about um, your life. Now, your photography, by the way, is dope. I really like all your pictures. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, I really like your work. Thank you. What is uh, and you do have a business, right? It's Dominic Philip Photography.
2: I do, I do. Um, I have a. It's predominantly a wedding photography business, um, Mm -hmm. and I do photo booths and you know other things. But um, photography has just been kind of a passion of mine for a long time. Um, When I was in the modeling world, I. Didn't get along with the other models so much, so I always befriended the photographers, and um, through those relationships, that, that kind of cultivated a love for the art, and um, I, I, you know, dove into it, self-taught. You know, I really oh, believe awesome. that if you, if you want something bad enough, you you know, you have all the tools online to teach yourself anything. If you want it bad enough, and you have a you know work ethic, um, you can really teach yourself. So I jumped into it, and, it, and it's been a blast. Um, you know, weirdly. I haven't really told anyone this, but I have a new project that I'm working on now. And it kind of ties cool. into my experience this year. I'm, I'm working on a documentary. That's kind of oh, nice. uh, my new passion project. Yeah. Oh, and amazing. it's, um, it's going to be all about um, online hate and the bullying and the toxic <sighs> social media world. Um, well, that's
0: perfect for this episode because that was like, that's the, <laughs> the basis of this topic, right? That's really cool that you're doing that. It's important.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I kind of, I have an, I had an idea and then I'm, you know, kind of in pre-production and building it. And I took some classes on documentary filmmaking and I'm really, really excited about it. I'm really passionate about it. And it's one of the things that I don't even want, you know, monetary success to come from. Um, it's more, so I just want change. Like I want systemic change, you know, on a corporate level, you know, if it, I I don't think that Twitter should be allowing this and the people that are getting bullied, like what options do they have, you know, report an account and then wait and nothing happens. I know.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It needs to change. I totally agree with you. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. You don't have the tools and I, you know, there's freedom of speech, but then there's also, you know, allowing just really, really toxic things to happen. So I have this idea for a documentary and I'm working on it and um, you know, I don't know how long it's going to take me, but I really want to, um, you know, dive into it. I really would like to, involve you know mental health professionals and and you know get someone that that is a fan that is bullying people and and sit down with them and say you know why like what what is leading you to this much hate and and how can we help you change so that you don't need to go down this avenue you know because words hurt you know if you're a celebrity if you're a reality contestant like they land and they stick no matter who you are even youtube comments man like i'm sure you've seen a ton Oh, yeah. I mean, and it sucks because you get a
0: lot of positive comments, but sometimes those negative comments are the ones that stick and linger on. Right. And it's just like, okay, just because we put ourselves out there doesn't give people the right to bully other people online. I mean, it's it's terrible. And I've known people that have really even quit their YouTube because of comments. And it's really unfortunate and sad to be like, wow, I hate that for you, that you're allowing people to stop you from what you want to do. Do you know what I mean? Like, absolutely,
2: absolutely. It really sucks. And and for me, they were, you know, I've been told by, you know, so many people involved with Big Brother and not, like stay quiet online, don't respond. Don't, you know, don't clap back. And that's just not my nature. I had a really (laughs) hard time, like a really hard time because I'm running all of Danny's socials too. So I see everything and I'll tell you, I jumped in a few DMs and I, I did clap back a few times. And, you know, for the most part, I would ask, you know, straight up, like, what, what why, like, where is this you? coming from? <laughs> yeah. Like what's going on? And every single time it's, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I just, you know, I was upset at the moment and I oh, was waiting yeah. for this. And it's mm-hmm. like, you're sending, you know, really, really bad things that like should be criminal, you know? Oh, for and sure. I now agree. it's just Yeah. And now it's just, oh, you know, I was in the moment. Mm, I think there's more to it. So, Yeah, it's so uh,
0: fascinating psychologically to me, like all of that, because that's funny. The same thing has happened to me whenever I do decide to reply, because sometimes it's like, how how much like I know people say just don't you know ignore him, ignore him, but I'm like at one point like can't I just reply as a human being as well? I don't have to be nasty, but I just ask. You know, it's happened to me where I ask, oh, like what's are you okay? Like who hurt you? And people are like, oh my god, I'm so sorry. I actually really love your work, and I'm like, what? I'm confused.
2: Right, (laughs) right. And, and, right. and that's kind of the premise of, of the documentary. That's the idea that I have. Like, I would love to take you, Jer, and take a hater that you have that has online bullied you and find them and go knock on their door. And I don't know how feasible that is. Like, it's going to take a lot, but, you know, sit down and that's maybe awesome. sit I down ask. with a mental health professional and really be like, why, why do you have this hate for me? Mm-hmm. Like, how can I help you, you know, and improve your mental health and improve your situation so that you're not doing this to other people? Because, you know, the 12-year-old girl that's out there that's getting bullied might not, Bounce back from that, like you know, a a grown adult would. And like you said, words
0: words hurt, and I do think that's super important to have, especially now with mental health and social media. I, like I said, I'm looking forward to that, and I feel like that's, yeah, very important. So, I mean, how can we like social media, or how can we follow you? I know you have your, your your Instagram and and all of that. Do you wanna?
2: Yeah, yeah. Um follow me on Instagram. That's kind of where I'm going to be just posting the journey and uh it's dominic.philip. So dominic period philip with two Ls. Um and I recently funny enough I recently deleted Twitter. Um not actually because of the bullying. I watched the uh the, Did you watch the documentary The Social Dilemma? I haven't no. I, sh- I should I <laughs> should like I should don't watch, watch it okay no 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 <laughs> it's uh it's all about you know social media and the companies and them tracking you and all this stuff and oh yeah I've noticed means, that yeah, I watched it man it triggered me I'm a documentary junkie and uh so I shut down Twitter I might bring it back <laughs> gotcha, gotcha yeah but as an online personality JR don't watch it okay because no, 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 that has it. been it's, uh, freaking
0: me out lately with I'm like wait are people they're tracking us right I'm like yep it seems like it
2: yeah 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 and <laughs> And this documentary, they bring in like high level people that had worked like in these companies and they break down exactly how they're doing it. And it's, it's freaky, dude. Don't, yeah, <laughs> I Ignorance uh, might be bliss for you, but, um, but yeah, Instagram is the best place.
0: Sounds good. And then just before I let you go, I know you have a YouTube channel. Um, do you, are you going to continue with YouTube or, um, and what made you want to get into it? Because I have seen some of your videos and they have really valuable information when it comes to photography and tech.
2: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I love YouTube. I'm a YouTube junkie, actually. That's I think that's why I connect with you so well. I just I love um, the small creator that is able to put their work out there Mm -hmm. unfiltered, without going through you know so much tape, and you could see just raw work Um, and just the creative process that people go through. I'm fascinated by it. Um, I love seeing channels like yours where you have a passion for things and you could put out things that you could tell you really love your work and you love the videos and all the hard work you put into shows because of the passion. So that's mm-hmm. what made me kind of jump into YouTube. Um, I, I love videography. So I, I started YouTube kind of as a way to learn videography and teach myself. And then I just started putting out videos because I love tech. Um, I might change the channel a bit. I don't know. I was. I was diving a little bit more into vlogging. I would like to make it a little more personal than just you know tech and tutorial type work. Mm-hmm. Um, but my wife hates being on camera. <laughs> funny enough, that's ironic. Um, it's so ironic. She does not like being on camera. So anytime I have done vlog work and it's been at home or around her, she's so shy in real life. She does not like being on camera. So um, <laughs> I'll probably keep up the channel, and I'm going to change it um, a lot, especially as I keep diving into this documentary. Um, so my uh, channel is Dominic Phillip uh, on YouTube. So
0: yes, check him out. Hi, yeah. And uh, also just any YouTubers or online coaches you're inspired by. Cause I, I think, I don't know if I'm not mistaken. Do you, I think you follow Gary V, correct? Or am I wrong? I love
2: Gary V. I okay. I love nice. Gary V. I'm a big proponent of um, self-education. I think people mm-hmm. can really, you know, teach themselves things and you know, self-exploration, mental health. I think there's so many people you could follow online that can teach you things about mental health. Um, yeah, I love Gary V. Um, uh, who else do I really, really like? Um, there's so many like, Gary V is a really good one. You know what I will say? There's so many. I follow. I follow weird people, but I follow a lot of um, yeah. physical therapists to teach you like stretching and strength and to get rid of pain. I love those. Oh channels. man! If,
0: if my brother was here, he would relate so hard because he watches all of that. He watches chiropractors and. I
2: love chiropractors. Yeah. I love Dr. Pimple Popper. Like That's what he watches. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's, yeah. He's
0: like, damn, I, I should have been there. <laughs> yeah. He wanted to be here. So yeah. Yeah, and you okay. know what?
2: I've been following a few. Um, I'll, I'll have to send you links so you can post them, but I, I follow a, a few like really good like psychologists and um, relationship therapists and, you know, people that deal with anxiety and stress and those type of therapists and mental health professionals. Cause just like the books they tell you to dive into like, is so valuable. I think it can be so helpful to people, you know, especially as people who are hesitant to actually go to therapy. I think you can do a lot of self help and self education to help yourself.
0: Oh, for sure. We love therapy here. We love self help, uh, self development on this podcast. So I definitely, yeah. Yeah. S- send so me, me anything you got. Yeah. Now, I just to, 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 now before I let you go, uh, just really quickly, what is your motto in life or a quote that you like to live by or anything you want to say yeah. before I let you go that's, you know, Anything positive?
2: Um, So I tell my daughter every night before bed, I say, dream big and chase your dream. Like you can do anything you want. And I think it's not how our parents used to tell you could be anything you want to be. Like you could be not, like, no, that's not realistic. I think practically speaking, if you really have a desire and you want something bad enough and you're willing to put in the work, I think anyone can achieve that. Whether that's, you know, a YouTube channel, like I think people, post the YouTube channel and then expect, you know, people to find it. No, they don't realize the hours and hours and hours that Jared has put in to get that YouTube channel to where it is. Mm-hmm. And if you want it bad enough and you really put in the work, I think you can do anything you want. So I think that, and I think dreaming big, I think, you know, chasing a dream as unrealistic as you may think it is, you could take baby steps to get there. And so exactly. that's my life model. I tell her every night before bed.
0: I love that, and hey, I mean that truly will make a difference in our life because my. We've talked about it briefly on our podcast. Our parents have always told us that same exact thing you're saying, and to this mm-hmm. day, I still attribute that to where I'm at today, and you know, just those 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 things our parents have taught my brother and I, which is just dream big, work hard, be humble, and mm-hmm. yeah. So I think that's I amazing. That. I love that. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to chat with the Woo Podcast. It has been. Awesome. I know we can go on and on and on. So I just want to thank you again for your time. And everyone, don't forget to check out Dominic's photography page, DominicPhilipPhotography.com. And your social media is, once again, your Instagram?
2: Dominic.Philip, at Dominic.Philip.
0: Awesome. We'll we'll be uh, definitely in touch. And I can't wait to see what you do in the documentary and all of that. So yeah, we'll definitely uh, keep in touch. And thank you so much once again.
2: Jared, thank you. I think your podcast is amazing. I think you're helping a lot of people. So I commend you. Keep up the good work,
0: brother thank you so much i appreciate it be safe all right absolutely i'll talk to you soon bye cut thank you so much that
2: was awesome that was fun yeah awesome dude you're a natural you're a natural
0: oh thank you that's it's funny because i have always wanted to do this too and my brother and i but now that i'm like getting the groove i'm like this is like it's
2: it's really really fun you know i i
1: Hey, guys, Ricky here. I just want to give a huge thanks to Dom uh, for taking the time out of his day to give us a one-on-one interview with Jaid. I've been following him for years. I watched him on Big Brother, followed him on social media. Uh, cool guy, check him out. And also, uh, check us out on Instagram at The Woo Podcast. And we will have new episodes up every Monday. And we will see you guys on the next one.
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.
1: It's Jair. It's Jair.
0: Bye